It's the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. Lead story in the Daily Dispatch for today, the 5th of May. Santaco faction battles at root of taxi killings. Survivor claims those who opposed an unfair election process are being targeted. Also on the front page of the Dispatch today, no entry ruling for unvaccinated becomes a spiky issue ahead of ANC conference. For details on these stories and others, go to dispatchlive.co.za. So, exciting news we share with listeners today. The Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann will become the Daily Dispatch on location with Darren Mann for a few weeks. On location from where, you ask? Well, from the hotspot that is Ukraine and from neighbouring Romania. Nothing to do with war, though. Nothing to do with politics. It's all about the animals. We're teaming up with Lionel DeLange. We've spoken to him on this show before. He's from the Warriors of Wildlife organisation. And we will be accompanying Lionel and giving our listeners and our readers a personal one-on-one exclusive insight into what takes place when animals abandoned as a result of the human tragedy need to be rescued, what it takes and exactly what the details surrounding those rescue operations are. Lionel, thanks for joining us and thanks for allowing us to accompany you on your next rescue mission. How are things going? Morning, Darren. Thanks for, for coming with me. You know, it's always it's going to be great to have you there and to have an extra set of hands. We're certainly going to put you to work. So you, you're going to be really busy carrying animals and recording and prepping for the show. It's going to be very interesting and it's going to be quite a big rescue. I'm certainly looking forward to it. We're going to be posting to YouTube on a daily basis and providing regular updates in terms of podcasts and also written articles for Daily Dispatch readers. I don't want to give away too much. I'm going to leave that to you. Can we tell readers where we're going, how many animals we're rescuing, what animals we're rescuing, and what their future plans would be? Sure, absolutely. So um, we're going to be entering, going into Odessa, the southern part of Ukraine, which has had a couple of missile attacks in the last... Um, few days. No one in the zoo has been injured or hurt, um, and we are going there to collect uh, 10 lions. 10? Um, well, sorry, let me correct that. It's, it's changed to nine lions. They've got some other lions that they're keeping, and one of them will stay with that pride. They don't want to split it up too much. So, in fact, this place had 13 lions, of which we are now going to remove nine, and then we will take them to a temporary holding facility, another uh, a city, uh, a governmental zoo in Romania where they will hold them temporarily for us while we prepare to fly them to a sanctuary either in the United States, Europe or South Africa. That still needs to be finalised, the destination or the sanctuary to which the lions will end up going? That still needs to be finalised, um, which we're currently working on. We've got a couple of options. Um, we know that we can get all the lions to the United States, but um, the authorities in the United States say that the permitting process will take at least six to nine months. We don't have six to nine months of temporary um, accommodation for these cats available. What are the challenges in bringing them to South Africa? The fact that there are nine that all have to go to one destination or not necessarily? Well, we could split them in. They are a pride, but they are currently split up. Um, so they have formed their own little groups. Look, in the wild, the, the youngsters would be kicked out anyway later on in life, and they would have to fend for themselves. So if we had to, if we can't find a home for nine of them, um, we have to look at splitting it into two. Um, there are not many facilities that can take a total of nine lines in one go. 
So that's a huge obstacle to overcome, to find someone who will take all nine. And even to split them into two right now, you know that we have our own sanctuary just outside Port Elizabeth, Sumbonga. Um, we've got 154 hectares and we've got more than enough space. However, with the situation that we are in with the drought, um, not only do we have a water issue, um, on the farm itself, on the sanctuary itself, it would that spills over into um, food for our current animals, our wildlife that roam free. We sometimes, we've got to make sure that we've got enough water for all the cats that are here. So it would be very irresponsible for us to take on another nine lions um, until we resolve the water issue. How many lions have you brought out? You've also brought a few tigers, so let me rephrase. How many big cats, as well as bears, have you brought out of Ukraine so far, rescued and brought to safety? So out of Ukraine, 28 lions out of Ukraine. Um, two lions from the Seabue Predator Park we've brought to our sanctuary. But 28 lions out of Ukraine and one tiger. Um, those have all come to South Africa. And then bears, we've done 17 bears, and that excludes sterilizations and um, bear dentistry and dental work and all those things on, on bears at various sanctuaries around Ukraine. So we've, we've done quite a few animals. Where do the biggest risks lie, animal safety or human safety, given the war that's going on? Well, it's, it's always going to be a risk. I mean... And it's difficult to say where the biggest risk is going to lie because we know that there's a risk towards us and we're walking straight into it. We don't know if we gain anything will happen or it may not happen. You never, ever know. You'll never know a missile is there until, it, until it's there. So it's very difficult to say. I worry about animals. So I say the biggest risk is, to, is getting them out. A number of people have said, well, why are you looking at animal safety and the animals that have been abandoned? It's a human tragedy. Don't you care about people? The other line is, why are you going elsewhere in the world for these animals when there are causes in South Africa that need looking at? I've got a number of answers myself, but your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I've been asked that question many, many, many times. Why, especially in Ukraine, because it's always been, life has been difficult there for, for most of the population. There's so many other organizations that are out there looking after people and looking um, and doing that type of work. There are very few actually getting their hands dirty and on the ground rescuing um, wildlife. There are many organizations that have gone into Ukraine now, um, groups, um, some of them aren't even registered organizations, and they're rescuing domestic cats and dogs, and that's awesome. I take my hat off to them. But there's very, very few, I mean, maybe I can count it on one hand, of the number of organizations that are actually rescuing wildlife. So, but the biggest thing is we, us, people, humans, put those animals in the positions and the places that they are. They didn't ask to be there. We've caused this, maybe not me and you directly, but we as a human race have caused this, and I think it's us as the human race to to make sure that they're okay. 100%. It's our species that caused the problem. And Correct. on behalf of our species, you and I are just going to try and fix things a little bit, that which is in our exactly. power. We'll do what we can do with, the, with what we have. 
Lionel, just details for listeners. We're flying out on the 17th of May and for the course of three weeks to a month, we'll be providing daily updates on social media, also via YouTube and via podcasts and reports to the newspapers themselves. So we'll be providing the links that listeners can follow during the course of the next few days. There's a lot to arrange, a lot to organise. I'm certainly very excited. Darren, yeah, it's going to be great having you along and it, I'm sure it's going to be exciting, but I would like to just add one little thing. You just mentioned that, you know, we're flying out on the 17th and we're going to be following a certain um, program or where we're going to be going. That will always, always, there will be a possibility that will that will change on a daily basis depending on the circumstances and depending on what we'll be up against. So we have to get information from military going into Odessa and security information so that, you know, we're not walking into anything um, crazy. So... As I say, we, we're flying out on the 17th, but the days that we go into Odessa, we won't know until maybe the day before when we actually go in and do the rescue because of security reasons. Well, exciting times. Thanks for joining us on the Daily Dispatch in discussion. And Daily Dispatch listeners and readers can look forward to exclusive content, not only here, but also on the social media channels, which will be announced. Lionel, thank you again, and we'll catch up soon. Okay, great, Darren. Thanks. Don't miss your flight. See you at the airport on the, on the 17th. <laughs> that was the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann.